Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is continuing the Disney Pixar selection of classic films to review. So not the fifth season of Classic Reviews but just more Classic Reviews episodes and as I mentioned in the previous one which was for The Incredibles, I've chosen four Disney and Pixar films to review. This is the second of the fourth, of the four of them. Um... This one I've chosen is called Dinosaur. Um, not the dinosaur, not dinosaur something or other, but it's just called Dinosaur. Um, it is a Disney film, not a Pixar film, but again, the selection is Disney and Pixar films. Um, so you got that going on. Uh, yeah, this was an interesting one to watch. I've not watched this film in quite a long time. And without sounding too old, I did used to have this on... Well, it's probably in this house somewhere. You, you know when, like, you have your old films that are on VHS or whatever, and they're, they're stacked away somewhere. I think I know roughly where, where it is, but... Um, yeah, this was one that I had on VHS, which I'm only 28 years old, but uh, that kind of makes me sound a bit old now that we've got, you know blu-ray and streaming and all these other kinds of stuff that you can do um it this this was a, this was a really interesting like journey for me um which is kind of part of the whole classic reviews thing um because there's two there's two ways i select a classic reviews film or a tv show which is something that i have seen before but haven't seen it for a while which is the case here, or something that I haven't seen before because, you know, I'm quite young still and there were tons of films that came out before I was born. So it's either, it's trying to like get a selection of of sort of both of those. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this, apart from, I have more to say about the concept and the idea of this film and looking back was it 22 years old yeah 22 years ago uh this is even older than the incredibles which i reviewed for you last week for me yesterday um which was from 2004 you don't see films like this anymore you really don't i mean i've noticed a bit of a shift with disney and with pixar where disney's been on this kick for the last sort of three years in trying to um, go back through their catalogue and make live-action versions of films, while Pixar's continued making, you know, new originals and or sequels and other things. Um, You don't hear anything about this film these days. Um, Maybe through the entire time I've been on Twitter, uh, or, you know, browsing through Reddit, or Facebook, or YouTube, whatever the case may be, um, I don't recall ever seeing a post about this film, ever. Um, I think there's a few reasons as to why that is, and a few reasons as to, like, this this is not an active franchise for, for, for Disney, um, and I haven't heard anything from this film since I first saw it. I don't know when that even was I first saw it. Uh, I don't remember watching this at the cinema. I I definitely watched The Incredibles at the cinema when I was very young. I think the first time I did watch this was that VHS that I talked about, which is somewhere in this house. Um, Yeah, it's, I think as well, something, you know, looks out for visually impressive films or is bothered by older-looking films. I mean, certain older-looking films... Have actually got like a particular charm. And you know the film starts. 
the intro happens, whatever. And I thought, okay, I don't know if it's that this film looks bad. But visually it looks very strange, very odd visually. And like this isn't me critiquing the film for being visually kind of strange and weird. Because it has, it's almost got like an attempt at, at a particular art style. It's very, very like... um dry looking it's very sort of like that there's not much color in this film there's a lot of like black brown gray sort of environments um the dinosaurs and the other animals in this film don't have a lot of color to them you've there's like a very clear lack of a color palette in this film um And I was like, huh, this looks just like, I don't know, looks very, very dry, very sort of, because the only time you really see other colours in this film, I think there's one or two dinosaurs that have like red bits of pattern on them. And then like the water, which is, well, it is brown at certain points in this film, but like the grass, because even when they go into like the caves and things like that in this film, it's all just darkened black and brown and grey all those sort of like dark sort of moody type of colours um something else I noticed with this as well there's some shots in this film where I noticed certain I noticed it a bit more of the monkeys than any other characters they look a bit blurry at certain points like some of the fur parts of them look a bit blurry at certain parts in this film um, but getting to the main sort of thing, did I like it? Did I not? I've not even spoken about that yet, and I'm seven minutes in. Um, this film is an hour and 15 minutes, roughly. Because you've got, like, five minutes of credits. So it's very, very short. The last 40 minutes of this film is good. But this film, in, in, in the first half of it, is surprisingly slow for such a short film. I really thought it was. Um, And there were moments where, like, you're watching these dinosaurs kind of walk from place to place, and it's a little bit like, for those of you that have seen Book of Boba Fett, it's a little bit Book of Boba Fett, where you're watching characters walk and talk a lot of the time. Because there's not a lot going on in this film, apart from, like... Meteor strikes and uh, things like that. It's mostly just this herd of dinosaurs and or other animals are trying to survive. Um, there's a whole section of this film obviously with the water that they're trying to find. And like cave-ins and little fights with dinosaurs and things. Um, the staging of the fights was kind of interestingly framed I thought as well. Like when some of the dinosaurs fight each other. Um, but, like, so, do, do I like it? Yeah. In in the end, I liked it, but it's got a very slow first half to it. A very f- slow first, kind of, half an hour. I, I would say the first half an hour of this film is particularly slow. And then the last, like, 40 to 45 minutes are actually when things happen. But it's not a sort of build-up. Um... 
it's just the way the it's the way the two acts of the film are kind of structured. Um, it, it's it's specifically about what these characters are doing as they're moving from place to place. Then they find something, and then the film kind of kicks on. Um, the start of this film is is kind of interesting. Um, you've got like the the uh, the Incredibles and other things like that. I don't know, like, um, other than myself as a kid when I saw this film, I don't think. Um, that's not to say this film is forgettable. It's not forgettable because it's been in the back of my mind for for twenty years. It, it's like it was one of them films where like don't know that I don't know that I'd ever would have seen it or would have heard of it. Um, and I know that Disney, especially now, they have so much IP, so many franchises and things like that. Obviously, you got your big stuff: Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar. But obviously, there's lots of franchises within Disney and Pixar specifically. But this is one that's just really been sitting on the sidelines. Um, but I thought, you know what, I'll uh, I'll watch this again, you know, for the first time in, in a long time, um, and uh, see see what it's like. Um, and I don't, I remember sort of thinking, okay, this is kind of an interesting film when I was when I was younger, um, and you know, visual quality of things obviously has massively changed over over those twenty years, um, but yeah. I, I clearly, unless it was a case where they weren't making merch for this, I, I can't remember as a child if I was like, "Hey, mum, dad, can I have one of the dinosaurs from Dinosaur?" It was, "Hey, can I have a you know Buzz and Woody, or you know uh, Sully and Mike and Mister Incredible and Dash and all these other characters?" Um, that was sort of, and Hercules and, and characters like that. That's sort of what it was like for me. Um, I never did get anything from the Nemo films, although I do like those two films, uh, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, so, but I do like those two films. Um, but yeah, this film has really kind of just fallen into the, in, into just the, the background, really. Um, which is going to happen with certain films, but, I mean, I'm in like a few different Disney groups on Facebook and things like that, and there are random films, like there's that one dinosaur film, it's like the other animated one. That gets mentioned a few times, and some other classics do. This doesn't. This is never like anywhere in the conversation. So, I'd be curious to like just post a picture of this in a Disney group and be like, "Hey, does anybody remember this film?" I'm sure there will be some people, but I, I just don't imagine there'll be that many. Um, but no, I liked it. Um, I liked it in the end. And I was watching the first half an hour of this, and I was like, "Is the rest of the film like this?" Like, I don't remember it being. I remember more things happening, and it's that, like, old memories thing coming back where there were certain moments of this where I was like, oh yeah, this is about to happen, and then there's other bits where, like, the dinosaur fight at the end, I remembered roughly how it went, but didn't remember all the specifics, didn't remember that one of the dinosaurs died, and that kind of thing. Um, like, I, like, I remember random little bits and pieces from this film, like the egg at the start being knocked around, and the meteors, and things like that. Um, and some of the interactions with the monkeys I remember. Um, I certainly didn't remember the colour palette of this film being what it was. But again, visuals have changed so much over 20 years that uh, that might just be what it is. So Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website. 
uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk e-t-a-l-k-u-k you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Um, but as I said with the with the visuals, um, I was kind of surprised, and I'm never really, I, I don't really ever sort of, I mean, one of my favourite games, one of the best games I think ever made is Metal Gear Solid 1. You look back at Metal Gear Solid 1 now, and Solid Snake's head is a cube, you know, uh, in, in certain parts. Like, you can, but... The difference there, and I've spoken about things like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Terminator, Metal Gear Solid, some of these old things. Some of them have got, like, a particular style to them, and I think this has an aim of having a style towards it. I just don't really know what it is. Um, But, like, I remember when I was going through Terminator 1 and 2 for the Classic Reviews episodes. And I remember saying, like, yeah, it looks old, but it's got, like, a charm and a sense of, like, a style to it and a sort of... I don't know, the the old look of it has got a charm to it. This doesn't really, it didn't strike me that way. I just looked at the film and thought, oh, this doesn't have a lot of sort of colour in it. Um, and I was genuinely surprised by like, is it, because I'm somebody who's still got a pretty good eyesight. Luckily, I don't wear glasses. I've never needed to wear glasses for anything or, or anything like that. And yeah, there's like there's multiple scenes in this film, and again, I'm not criticizing this. I'm just analyzing it and pointing it out. Where I was like, 
And I, and I, I, it wasn't a case where I looked at like each of the hairs on the monkeys and be like, oh, that one's clear, that one's blurry, that one's like slightly. But it wasn't like I looked at it like that. I don't do that sort of thing. Um, like I, I, I see on Twitter and things how people like freeze frame certain shots from films and be like, oh, doesn't the side of this character look blurry? But I, that's a situation where you've looked for it and you like you're pausing whatever and you're trying to look for, you know, bits that don't look right. But as somebody who doesn't really look out for visual stuff i was just surprised that like why do certain parts of this film look actually blurry and it, is there some sort of like intent behind it it was almost the way that the the cg of the fur of the because it didn't happen with the dinosaurs because the dinosaurs are all kind of like clean and all that like they don't have any fur on them and like they're all scaly and all that sort of stuff but the the, the dinosaurs looked fine and again the environments looked all right they just don't have a lot of colour in them. Um, like you would have kind of thought, I don't know, put some, put some reds or some blues or like is it something in there. But it was just like nope. It was just grey, black, and dark rocks and areas, and then green grass. And that was that was like the scenery. I mean, the sky has got like different bits of looks to it. And obviously, you know, when the meteors coming down in this film, uh, it's all sort of pink and purple and white. And obviously. That kind of thing. But, um, I don't know, maybe it was the technology back in 2000 that they they couldn't perfect um, what monkeys look like. Or it was something to do with this film. I, I, I don't really know. So, um, in terms of other stuff, I mean, this does have a satisfying conclusion. I don't need a Dinosaur 2. Uh, and, I, 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 and I've never sort of, like, these, these 20 years I've sat on the sidelines, you know, having this film in the back of my mind... I never thought that. Oh, it's been five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. I need the. I need Dinosaur Two. I never sort of thought that, and I kind of roughly remembered the ending of this, and then the ending happened. And I was like, oh yeah, that's that's sort of how it how it concludes. Um, should talk about some other stuff as well. Uh, is there any notable cast in this film? Um, Hayden Panettiere. Don't recall hearing. Her voice, which is odd because I'd usually notice her. Uh, I don't really recognise a lot of these people, to be honest. Um, D.B. Sweeney, Joan Plowrights, Plowrights, Della Reese, Zachary um, Bostrom, Matt Adler, Kathy Kavanandi, Eddie Lemon, not Lemon, Lehman, uh, Hayden Panettiere, Shuri. Um, the only one I recognise, and I could think of who she was, but not her name, is uh, Alfie Woodard. Uh, she plays, she, she voices Pilo. Um, I, I recognise that particular voice. Um, Julianne Margulies, uh, plays Nera, Billy West, Darren Norris, Evan Sabara, Peter Sugerson. Uh, I'm probably butchering a few of these names. Apologies. Um, I don't really recognise much of this cast. And I was trying to like... You know when you're watching like something animated. And you don't really... You don't know who's in it. And you're trying to listen to like... Have I heard that voice? Because you can't see their face. Because it's, it, it's an animated voice performance thing. And I was listening to like the voices of some of the main characters. And I just thought... I don't recognise any of your voices. And then uh, the, the one that I just... Um, pointed out, popped up, Al Alfrey, uh Woodard. Um, 
trying to think because I I usually re would recognize Hay Hayden Panettiere's voice. Suri, which one was Suri? I don't know. I don't know which one that was. Uh, one of the uh, it's just one of the one of the, one of the other issues with this film is again it's not forgettable. It's just there's. I mean, was this? I, I was I was watching this and I was kind of thinking, okay, Disney and dinosaurs. And then this has nothing to do with Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. There's no, like, you know, park. There's no humans in this film or anything like that. And I was kind of thinking, okay, obviously Jurassic Park started way before 2000. That was, what, the 90s or something? And I kind of thought, like, hmm. Was this, like, an early 90s, 2000s thing where, like, Jurassic Park came out and then Disney attempted to do this? But not directly copy, like, the same plot and everything? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it was Disney trying to do something with dinosaurs. Um, which, that that's usually Pixar's thing. Pixar usually goes, hey, we're going to do a film about toys, and a film about aliens, and a film about bugs, and a film about cars, and then fish, and then, you know, they try and go through different things. Um, and that, that's kind of what Pixar used to do until they kind of ran out of different things to do films on, until they turned to, you know, um... Things like girls turning into uh, big red pandas, uh, which Turning Red's a great film. Um, so they kind of ran out of opportunity to do that, but um, I don't know because you, usually, if you think of like classic traditional Disney, this would there's no way this pops into your mind. You would think of you know Snow White, Cinderella, uh, all the different Disney. I can only think of two right now for some reason. Uh, Pocahontas, you know, all those different sorts of characters. Um, you think of like classic Disney princesses, or you think of the dwarves themselves, or you think of, I don't know, uh, Little Mermaid and, and all that kind of stuff. You don't think of, like, dino not dinosaurs themselves aren't even really associated with Disney. So it's it's it's, in, it's interesting that they tried to do this. Um, so yeah, in terms of plot points and other things like that, um, I mean, there might be some themes and stuff here. This film is very just. One half they're trying to do one thing, sets up the second half, kind of. Second half is them trying to do something else. They succeed, one of the characters dies, um, and then they have a happy ending. And it's very short, it's very, very short. And I got to, because I was checking the timer for it a couple of times, um, and I got to the hour mark of this. I was like, hmm, you can kind of like, is there much left to do? With with this with this sort of plot because it's not got like loads of different plot lines or A B C plots it's just sort of got one which is um, survival which which is one of the themes here obviously you know and how uh, dinosaurs used to try to survive because because you, you look at this film kind of and you think okay what what are these dinosaurs looking for they're looking for water definitely in terms of food it's not like they go and look for you know pizzas or something, you know, that's not all, di dinosaurs eat, you know, it's, it's nature versus nature, isn't it, um, so they focus on trying to, you know, eat what they can, but not to, 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 to avoid being eaten, and then to find shelter, obviously there's the bit where they're, they're trying to find shelter with, uh, with, with the cave and stuff, so, um, the, I guess the one plot point question I did kind of have, um, so you got, like, the big, big I don't remember the character's names, you got, like, the big, big dinosaur that comes around right and uh the main male character dinosaur 
says to the other the the one of the the, the bad guy quote unquote the leader of the other group and he says like hey you have to go around the other side but you have to hurry up otherwise this big dinosaur is going to catch you all and then the dinosaur catches him because the other leader is insistent on like no we're going to climb over this massive thing and then they get to the very top of this like particular rock and they show like okay too far to jump but if you try to jump you might fall down but he can't go backwards because of like he's at the top of this cliff part of it and then there's the three of them right there's the there's the the big i literally say the big bad dinosaur there's the bad dinosaur and then the male and female dinosaurs pretty much um and the three of them collectively manage to knock the big dinosaur off and kill it because it falls to its death but okay so there's the, there's the rock on the left and there's the rock on the right the big bad dinosaur knocks the guy into the rock he gets knocked out almost the same way then the same thing happens to the the woman uh female dinosaur and then our hero sort of dinosaur in quotes is the one that manages to knock him off the two dinosaurs that got knocked into rocks both kind of landed the same way but apparently she lived and he died and there's no sort of um like okay what what was it about their different impacts that caused him to die but she didn't and i didn't want her to die i just wondered why he did and she didn't so i don't know um but it's what once this film has got like once this film picks up with sort of getting out of the cave in and then trying to sort out the bit at the end that's the good part of this film i do like the intro as well it's just that sort of once you get past the first five minutes or so um and it's these characters sort of literally walking around trying to figure out what to do that's where it really sort of slows down for me a little bit and i was like oh okay um and there's a couple of like personalities in this film that stick out a little bit but again nobody really remembers these characters unfortunately so um it holds somewhat of a special place with it it's more it's more that vhs that i've had for so long that holds a special place to me more than the film um but hey i saw it again which was which was cool i've said pretty much everything i've wanted to say it's a very short film um do i recommend you watch it um yeah sure um but i do kind of wonder like because you know as I, when I was a kid in, in the 90s, early 2000s, and I was watching these different Disney Pixar films, the one that I've grown up and uh, and grow, grown to love over 20 years, and you fast forward 20-something years, and, you know, the world of entertainment is so different. I do wonder that now that we have the modern quality of Pixar and Disney films in this day and age, I do wonder what, like, if you showed this to, like, a general group of kids, let's say, like, 20 kids or something... How many of them would like it? Um, I suppose one 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 strength of this in regards to that, like, w- w- so my question is, would kids in this day and age, because obviously kids growing up today have got a very different life than what I had twenty years ago, just because of the nature of entertainment and the world, and you know, video games and and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you were to take a group of kids that would be, I mean, how old was I when I was watching these types of films? Between like five and ten that sort of early childhood um i mean what won me over in the end was toy story obviously but if you showed this now to a group of like five to ten year olds i'd say um 
would they, I, I don't know, would would they find this more interesting than, like, Jurassic Park? Because um, I don't know that you can even pitch the films like, hey, kids, this is a fun, action-filled, because like, it's not really, is it? It's not an action-filled film. Um, the advantage this would have, though, is, and one thing that Pixar and Disney go for is shorter films. And this is very, very short, so obviously, you know, some kids don't quite have um, a ton of attention span. Some do, but some don't. But this is very, very short. Uh, so I, I wonder, I wonder how it would work with today's like t- today's kids that are, that are growing up now with all these different films and and things like that. So I don't know. Um, but I, I managed to remember it. I don't know how many other people did. Um, but depending on your age, let let me know if I've, I've, maybe you've never heard of this film. Maybe you grew up after it was after it come out, or I, I don't know. Um, but let me know if you you know remember this film. Um. Because it just, I don't know, like, I watched it when I was young, grew up, and then it just disappeared from society, <laughs> sort of thing. So, anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on this film. Uh, did you like it, and all that sort of stuff. Um, again, there's no need for a dinosaur too. I want to see, actually, because obviously in the 90s, early 2000s, we used to have a lot of licensed games. There's uh, Dino Saw... Pixar, no, not not the good dinosaur. Disney video game. Was there a video game? Oh, there was. It's on the PlayStation. And the Game Boy Color. I remember that thing. Let's have a look at a couple of screenshots for this. Because I, 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 I definitely didn't ever play that. Um, it's on PS1 and PS2. Uh, there was like these uh, PC action games as well. I think that was because I've got a Toy Story one of those. That was sort of one of them Disney Pixar films where you'd put it in a laptop or something, and it'd be like a click and point and click adventure thing. Like something would happen on the screen, you click on something to go to the next bit or whatever the case would be. Um. Hmm. Oh, one of the one of the bits of land in this in this one of the images here is green. <laughs> you didn't didn't see that in this film, uh, apart from the the grass. Uh. Let's type PS2. See if I can have a look at this thing. It looks like a kind of third person um probably a probably action game or something like that is sort of what it looks like. Um Yeah, there's like a few different uh yeah, pictures of it here. There's there's not much to to mention. Um, anyway, that's kind of my my thoughts on Disney's two thousand dinosaur. Um, yeah, don't know if how many of you would would have expected me to cover that, or for those of you who've forgotten the film, or whatever the case may be. Anyway, uh, methodentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, contact page information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, clickable email name in your show notes. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, Marine Eye podcast. Take a look out for all of those uh, and all that kind of stuff. So look out for all of that. Um, support us in other ways, of course, by listening to our podcasts on either entertainmenttalk.org or podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. Uh, you can also tell other people about what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media. So check out all of that. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well if you'd like to. 
TV and film news, uh, Reynolds cancellations, pickups, air dates and film news, geektown.co.uk, geektown radio on Tuesdays, have a look out for all of that. Uh, Twitch, Bex is streaming over there uh, pretty regularly, uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S over on Twitch for chat, retro and game streams. Curious to know if uh, if if Bex or um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna message a few people about this film and just just see if they even remember it or they've heard of it because I'm very curious now. Anyway, uh, Bex over on Twitch, Trista B Y T E S, uh, retro chat game streams, and me Twitch and YouTube. Twitch is E Talk UK, YouTube is Entertainment Talk Place. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you for the third of the fourth episodes next week for me tomorrow. Uh, I'll be recording it tomorrow and you'll hear it next week. I already know what it's going to be and I'll see you for that. Thanks very much for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.